Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Two weeks, two nationally recognized programs. And the fans, the BYU fans, getting loud on defense. Listen to that. After a heartbreaker to Notre Dame, today the Cougars take on the Arkansas Razorbacks. We want to get back to what we're used to doing, and that's playing high-level football. So it should be a great matchup for us. You're tuned to a special extended pregame coverage. Sponsored by the Cougar fans at UCCU. Here are Mitch Harper and Matt Bamonte on KSL News Radio. What's up, Cougar fans? 30 minutes to go before we pick a winner for free BYU tickets to attend the game in three hours against the Razorbacks. It's sold out. And if you want a really good chance to win some tickets, get on down here to the new Burt Brothers location, 241 West, 500 South near the stadium. 30 minutes to go. So if you're within the area, get on by, get your name in the box for some tickets. We're going to choose a winner at 11 a.m. We'll email you the tickets. You don't have to be here to receive the tickets. So just come by, say hello, put your name in the box, have a chance to attend that football game in three hours from now. And right now, to preview that football game is a player who will be playing in that football game. It is the starting tight end, Isaac Rex. We caught up with him earlier in the week. Isaac what is the mood of the team this week coming off the loss to Notre Dame? You know, coming off the loss is always tough, and especially a hard-fought game like Notre Dame. And going down to Vegas is kind of a wild weekend. But, I mean, we're excited. We're excited to be back in our hometown. We're excited to play an SEC team. I heard this is the only only three SEC teams have ever come to Lavelle, if I heard that correctly. So. Yeah, Mississippi State twice, and then this one. And then this one, cool. So, yeah, Arkansas, they're a great team, obviously. They've played a lot of teams tough, and... They have a bunch of studs on the team, so we're excited. Just moving on to the next. Notre Dame's in the rearview mirror, of course, but I got to ask the personnel issues that uh, happen on you weren't part of the defense, but the special teams is that going to be fixed this week? Is is that still what what caused that, if you will? Yeah, that was my fault, 100. percent I got I had a hard hit on the next one. I was kind of seeing stars. I run off the field. And, really? Yeah, and then I was like, oh. We gotta be on field goal, so it's my fault, 100. percent I screwed up. So and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't necessarily a personal blame blame on, on you but i wonder too like who, who what's like the communication on stuff like that is it like the coaches like in pregame how does just that alignment because i know that was a recent change for you i think first three weeks you didn't do that and then yeah. you'd be on the field goal unit the last three weeks yeah so i'm new to the team but that's no excuse i should have obviously known and uh they go over it the coaches do a great job at showing personnel and so sometimes in the heat of a moment you get all jumbled up your brains elsewhere i was thinking about a block or a route that I just ran instead of thinking about field goals. So uh, that's on me. No blame to the coaching staff at all. That's completely uh, my fault. Last thing on the pass, then we'll, we'll look ahead. But on the final drive, 
you guys move into scoring position, you have those four downs where you, you you don't make the first down. On that fourth and one in particular, upon reviewing the film, where do you think that play failed that didn't allow you guys to move the chains? Looking back at it, I mean, I think it was a good call by Coach. We've been running on them all game. You know, sometimes they play it well. They had a lot of guys on the line, and so we didn't have enough to block on that one. But, you know, it was just it's a tough play, you know. It's hard to look back on that, but... I felt like we had good blocks and we had a good run. Just some stuff doesn't go your way sometimes, and that's just how football goes. Some, you know, sometimes. So that's how it is. How would you describe Isaac the production from this offense at the midway point? I feel like obviously last game was a little bit of a step back in the throwing category, but our rushing attacks getting better. I feel like we're moving, we're trending upward in our rushing yards and and getting the ball down the field and. Obviously, it's it's hard to say. For our position group, we do whatever the coaches tell us to do. You know, for the tight ends, we we do what's best for the team, and that's blocking. Then we'll block, and that's running routes. We'll run routes. So I can only really speak for the tight ends. Can't really speak for anyone else. Uh, but I feel like everyone trusts the coaches. We all care about the scheme and about this team. So we're gonna do what it takes. Your freshman year, uh, you were targeted a lot more than you have been this year. You had a lot of touchdowns. What do you think is the byproduct of you just having less receptions at this point from maybe looking at your freshman year? I don't I don't really know. I just I we have the same scheme and I'm not really too worried about it. I I go and do the job I'm asked. So if that's running routes and catching, then I'll go do it. If that's uh, blocking, I'll go do it. So I do whatever the coaches tell me to do. You're a guy that likes to to do that though. Like you're I mean because I I guess I, when you came into BYU, I thought you're going to put up these huge receiving numbers. We saw that in 2020, but you're a guy that if you got to do the dirty work too, it seems like you're willing to do that as well. Yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll do whatever it takes for this team. I love this team, and I trust the coaches. That they'll get me in the right spot. And in the NFL, there's a lot of – actually, there's a lot of blocking tight ends and not a ton of uh, catching tight ends. There's a minimal amount of Kelsey's and Darren Waller's out there, but there's a lot of blocking tight ends. So if I can work on that, then I feel like I have a good chance in the future. How big of a goal is that for you to, to get in the league? I, I know I've seen your name pop up on, on some mock drafts, but uh, you know how important is that and big of a goal is that for you? That's a big goal of mine. I, I really want to make it to the NFL. I want to obviously play football for as long as I can. I, I love the sport. I um, want to provide a good living for my family too. So i got a kid on the way, and obviously – that's the goal is to make money for him, but I really love the game of football and I want to continue to play it for as long as possible. I heard of him in there. You having a boy? Uh, no, it's not revealed yet. Okay. So uh, okay. I, well, I all right. It's a boy. That's so why I always say him, <laughs> but I actually don't know yet. So. What's going to be the plan for the for the? Is there going to be a gender reveal party? Yeah. So after the Arkansas game, we're actually going to do it. Oh wow! So do you guys have the paper? Like, just does, uh, does someone we know? Have the email. Oh so man! Someone knows out there. <laughs> I all the signs. I guess if there's signs to a gender reveal, are pointing to a boy. And so me and hold on, hold on. Signs. I, I okay. we're, we're diving we're deep get here, but some witchcraft. <laughs> if you actually want to, like, it's not. It's just like stupid stuff. It's like. Pull a hair out, attach it to the ring, <laughs> float it over the hand. Yes. If it moves left yes. or, or straight, it's a girl. If it moves circle, it's a boy. Oh, yeah. 
that's we got the circle on that and so we me and my wife assume we'll need to follow up next week well actually (laughs) isaac's right Uh, my wife and i did this with our first uh child so back in 2013 the whole i can't remember the 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 order of it but you're right the the hair thing and it was it was a boy and then sure enough uh, my first child was a boy no i'm telling you it's legit my (laughs) my wife did the chinese new something with chinese new year or something and it worked out it pointed to a boy so how's she feeling pregnancy is uh it's not easy she's doing good she literally hasn't thrown up once wow really good and so apparently that's a sign also if she's not sick it's a boy so we're we're assuming it's a boy but don't quote me on it and and if it is a boy we gotta assume your dad you, you and then the next generation gonna be a future cougar right yep yeah he will be i'll make sure of it and but he'll probably be playing basketball because my wife's tall she's like six one six two and i'm gonna get my kid to hoop and i'm gonna make sure he has a nice shot uh, he can take to the paint so i'll i'll coach him up on that and then football can't come speaking of your dad uh you know, you mentioned a few weeks back that about that one clip from Hawaii. Like, you've always had that footage. <laughs> I wanted to yeah. tell you, I've dug into the KSL archives, and I found additional footage of your dad. i got to send that to you, but there's some oh, good wow. good, good gems of Byron i got to unearth and uh, send your way with. There, there's some good stuff that the Rex family would appreciate. <laughs> no, i got to check that out. <laughs> yeah, send that over to me personally, and then I'll send it out to the fam. But that's, that's hilarious. i got to see that. A few more moments with Isaac Rex here on uh, pregame coverage for BYU in Arkansas. Uh, BYU, for the second week in a row, unveiled a new football helmet. What are your thoughts on this one? Maybe uh, compared to the uh, what the gradient black and blue from last week. Yeah, I think these ones are prettier, honestly. It actually it relates more to the Provo scene. It's got the cougar on the side. It's got the mountains in the background. It honestly, I like the royal blue on it. I mean, it looks way good and with the white face mask i mean it's too bad we lost this week because i feel like they would have been more a bigger deal you know to have a these cool helmets but we're focused more on winning than than the helmets but yeah those helmets are sweet and the equipment guys are doing a great job at giving us new uh stuff new material new equipment so they're really good last thing uh for you isaac and you're focused on winning you got a tall task in front of you with with arkansas from the sec what what stands out about their defense that maybe the the listener who hasn't uh, you know seen much on Arkansas, what should they know about that you've seen from this group? Yeah, they have really good pass rushers. I think they have, they get a lot of sacks. They bring a lot of blitzes. They're a complicated defense, and they got really good athletes and smart guys on on that team. I know they got a really good middle linebacker and some good safeties and DNs. So they're an SEC team. You know they're going to be stacked everywhere. So uh, we got to come out to play and uh, be ready. Maybe one more thing here, Isaac, and, and uh, about being ready. How it just? I know you, a couple weeks ago you said you're 100, uh, but just still with the I think just the the feel, the trust in that that ankle. How how are you feeling? Just to check in on that. Feeling good. Okay. Yeah, I like if I pop a couple Advil before the game, I don't even feel it. So it it it's feeling really good. It's not as strong as my left leg, but I'm feeling like 100 percent trust in in my ankle. So that's really good. There you go. That's BYU tight end Isaac Rex, starting tight end for the Cougars. You'll see him in action today. Uh, BYU and Arkansas kickoff at 1.30. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. 
But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.